welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with the Mojo Maker and host, Nikki Fogden Moore, the Vitality Expert, dedicated to helping you be the CEO of your life and your business with special industry and life leading guests. Top tips on how you could create that magic blend of healthy, wealthy, and wise for CEOs, entrepreneurs, founders, and people who do things with life. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mojo Maker Show. I'm your host, Nikki Fogden-Moore, and I'm talking about something ultra-important in the whole train of accountability this week, which is to be blameless. No, not to say it wasn't my fault, but to actually blame less and to be more accountable for your side of the street. Sounds easy, doesn't it? We all do it. I'm going to give you my top tips on how you can find your glide as a leader in life and stop pointing the finger because you know the old saying, one finger out, three pointing back at you. Why on earth are we discussing this? You know what? Monday mojos for me are usually about topics that are right on point with what I'm talking about with my clients or the group I'm working with in corporate and it's about, you know, discussions that we might have around my own life or their life or what's happening in teams. And one of the culture issues that we're having in the moment with organizations that are growing really fast or even in busy families is it wasn't my fault. The whole blame game. And once that blame game starts, it becomes a train. Everyone jumps on it. Nobody's taking any kind of responsibility for everything. It's the most unproductive and unfulfilling way to live. So I want to get you out of that absolute blame game train and into feeling very, very accountable. Why would we bother? Because importantly, guys, it is game changing when you take responsibility for things. It's so important to go through challenges, navigating personalities, ensuring your purpose is on point, building your profit into the mix if you're running a business and understand that everybody has a part to play. And that first part is accountability is the new black and it's crucial for sustainable success. There are so many opinions and often old sets of beliefs that won't apply to today's modern, open and well-connected landscape. Blaming just does not work. It's always going to catch up with you. So what's going to be different about your approach in life and work this year? Hopefully, you'll be more accountable and you'll be blaming less. Making this a remarkable year is going to mean a little bit more seamless transitions and taking out your unnecessary bumps and self-imposed roadblocks. You said to me after the other podcast the other week that you love that point about self-imposed roadblocks. Oh, we do it so often. We sit in our heads and we ruminate and we imagine what other people are thinking, saying, feeling and what their behaviors are going to be. But actually we've got no right to do that because all we can control is our own side of the street. So when you take the accountability and the onus back on yourself instead of projecting out to other people, you'll actually save yourself and others a lot of time and energy. You'll be more productive. You'll have a much better approach to life and you'll also be very very honest in where you stand and people will know how to act with you so this week's mojo and the episode on the show is all about throwing less shade which in adult teams stop blaming others so if you're about throwing shade around the workplace or you're throwing shade at your board of directors or your partner is significant other or you're blaming your homework on the dog eating it the time is to stop the no blame policy in companies i work with on any culture and my private clients we have a strict no blame policy why don't you start that at home and at work as well it's super easy That's just the rule, no blaming. There's lots of cool fancy diagrams about this, but in simple terms, it means being direct, 
going direct to people, not having a three-point triangle conversation. Stop talking about others indirectly unless you're legitimately getting some experienced advice on what to do in a tricky situation. If you're busy pointing the finger at someone or something else, chances are you're not taking care of your side of the street. The reason I want to talk about these elements are because in sustainable success and leading in life, you really got to look at what your actions are and what you're doing. And when you find that you start to operate in a place of certainty and clarity, you become pretty untouchable because it means that people know where they stand with you, you know where you stand with others, and there's always going to be a solution. So no matter what your title, age, role in life, we can always evolve and that's the really, really cool thing about things. We're not stuck in how we used to do things. And if that's the way you constantly explain behavior, then chances are you're not letting your mind regroup the new set of beliefs that are going to help you sustain your energy, sustain your focus, be creative, visionary, and empower people around you to support in all the areas of life and work that you love. What this is called when you start to reprogram your belief system and how you respond to situations, it's neuroplasticity. So when people tell me, oh, this is just the way that I am, Nikki, I ask them, is this how you want to remain? So ask yourself, are the common denominating habits that you have, are the triggers that you go through, are the disappointments, are the fear around when things fail, are all those feelings that you have when stuff goes wrong, is that where you want to stay? Are the relationships that are pottling along but not fizzing with energy and great attitude and collaboration? Do you want to keep them in the zero zone or do you want to bring them through into something that's going to be productive? You know that most high-performing, high-risk situations require a strict no-blame policy, whether that's the Marine Corps or heading out for Arctic expeditions. The whole point about teamwork is understanding that every single person in that area has a responsibility to show up and to take accountability for their actions. This is the same in everyday life. It's being accountable for what you do. So neuroplasticity, let's just come back to that for a little bit. The brain's ability to reorganize itself by forming new neural connections throughout life. Neuroplasticity allows the neurons, these are our nerve cells, in the brain to compensate for injury and disease and to adjust their activities in response to new situations or changes in the environment. That is from the dictionary. I'd also like to add, it allows for the brain to compensate for outdated belief systems and create new improved outlooks and approaches to situations. That is from the dictionary and that's what I'm going to be teaching you today. If you want the same results, keep acting in the same way. But if you want to change your outcomes, here's some great tools on how you can blame less and be more accountable. So let's keep going and keep growing. Here's your leadership challenge. No more blame, no more shaming. Unless you're truly a victim in life, life always does this to you, etc. I really don't think you are listening to this podcast, then you're probably not the sort of person who likes to get up, dust off, learn, move forward without staying on the blame train. But chances are you're listening to this because you are the sort of person you want to continually evolve. You want the good part of the street. You want to be in the champion's podium because you've earned your stripes. But please be aware we all blame. We've all done it. The defining factor is when you realize that's not the way to roll and you evolve into being one of those awesome human beings who goes, I almost fell for that old trick again, but I'm going to not go down that pathway and I'm redirecting the focus back to myself. So you've got to have the whole darn it, almost did it, redirect the focus back to yourself. What can I do differently? A couple of little 
I think, takeouts, whether you're reading the Celestine Prophecy, whether you're reading Tools of Titans, uh, whether you're a Warren Buffett fan or Tony Robbins fan, or you're just busy going about your own way in the world at the moment, there's some common denominating mantras and success statements that we all know and hear, but whether or not we apply them are two different things. And number one, this is important. Nobody else can make you unhappy, unsuccessful, or unproductive. You must take care of your side of the street on that. Commit to learning, growing, and ditching the old habits that no longer serve you. And here's how to start. Here are my three tips to rewire that blame game and get your hard drive back into accountability. So in my book, I've drawn this little accountability angel. I'm always doing this when I'm sitting down with my clients. I draw these stick figures. Um, so you'll see that in my new book. But I want to tell you that being accountable really gives you a sense of strength and clarity and calm because once you're in your truth, nobody can really knock you off that pedestal because there's nowhere to go. But if you're constantly trying to manipulate an outcome, come up with a story, blame someone else, it's a very, very tiring place to sit. So here are my three tips. Uh, it's going to be on the blog. You can print it out later if you want to. Uh, you can listen to this and take the, um, the outtakes out. Three tips to stop the blame game. You can use this at work or at home or talk to your kids and reward yourself with personal accountability. Number one is clarity. The blame game of that is others never do give or act in the way you want or need. Oh dear, poor you. Blaming other people for their actions is not the way to roll. Those are their entire responsibilities. You're not in control of how other people act. The accountability is we only as good as the brief that we give in life. You have to be completely clear about what you want. And you have to be clear about what you require from others and allow the room for other people to deliver it or not. I call it the set and forget. Never set a goal or an expectation without being able to articulate what great would really look like for you. All too often, we just expect others to read our mind and then we get annoyed they didn't react, perform or do what we wanted. It doesn't work like that. You have to be prepared to go, these are our corporate goals, these are our department goals, individually this is what we need to happen. This is my personal goal and relationship, this is how I would love everything to look like individually here's what the behaviors that would really light me up you know the five love languages for example recognize what it is that works for you and share that information with someone else then it's up to the other person to do something with that information remove your ego and be open and willing to put what you want out there and the other thing is if a situation happens at work or something goes wrong, it serves no one to point the finger at anyone else. If you're responsible or part of that process, put your hand up because you can always grow and learn and everyone around you will appreciate the honesty. Don't be afraid to step in and create a calm and direct resolution rather than putting your head in the sand and pointing fingers at other people because chances are it will come around tenfold and you'll either create um, a really, really bad roadmap for someone else, you put someone in a position they didn't deserve to be in and you will keep pushing a story on top of another story, It'd be very hard to come back from. So we lose our credibility, we lose our authenticity and we lose our integrity when we blame others. Companies with leaders who do not share the real big vision lose an opportunity to empower their teams. So if you're running a business at the moment, you've got a great executive plan, but you don't know how to make that into a departmental or an individual KPI, there is a real art to that. 
So the big vision and what's needed to get there is all about empowering. And it means being clear on what those behaviors look like, what those tasks look like. Empower your teams to contribute and share in the success. The same goes for home. Don't shut someone out close to you. Be brave and tell them what you really need without expectations. And they should do the same to you. But remember, not everyone will have the same emotional health to better have these conversations. So don't expect that everyone's going to be on the same page. Most importantly, you need to be accountable for your own actions. And that brings me on to step two, conviction. It's all very well to say something, but you've actually got to follow up. You've actually got to stop complaining and you've got to do a boomerang effect, which means consistently display the behavior that you want. Normally, the blame game would be, I told you that I wanted X, Y, Z to happen, but you know, all you did was ignore that and it's still not happening. I can't be successful, I can't be happy, I can't be productive, it's all your fault, you're not listening, X, Y, Z. So back into that complaining, train again, that loop of it's everybody else's fault. The accountability side of having conviction is asking yourself, are you actively reinforcing the behavior of what you want to see? Are you actually recognizing small actions and efforts and tasks that work towards the greater good that you are hoping for? Or you're just making an announcement and forgetting to nurture it. So nurture the expectations, the goals, the sharing, the communication that you've put out there. Don't just set something and walk away. Really follow up and say, how's it going? Was I clear? What do you need from me? Continue the dialogue and act with conviction. And are you giving others the chance to actually step in and meet you halfway by walking your talk? It's no use being clear unless you're prepared to follow through and lead by example. Check in. Be supportive when you can. Uh, remember, set and forget. Do not try and control the outcome. Just ensure that you're following through on your own promises. And that brings us to point three. There is nothing more powerful than amazing communication. Communication and asking for what you want is not confrontation. Those are two different things. Confrontation normally comes out driven from fear and frustration, lack of good communication, and waiting too long to talk about your original intent and authentic feelings. The blame game is, it's not me, it's them, her, everyone else is doing this to me. No one listens. It never works out. It always happens this way, etc., etc. The accountability is, no matter what goes on in life, you have a choice. Either you observe the behavior, feel like it's not right, and do nothing, or you observe the behavior, take quiet action, and either start having constructive communication about what you'd like to see or understand that situation won't change and you may need to extract yourself. But complaining, blaming, whinging and talking about others apart from the person directly involved will only make things worse. If the situation is really not working, are you taking the actions and are you being clear on what's required? If once you've done those things and you've followed up, that behavior is still not changing, then perhaps that situation, person or moment is not right for you to be in. Remember, communication is not confrontation when handled. Remove the fight or flight mentality. Stick to your facts and stats. Whatever happens, blame less and come to your situation with your own thoughts and your own feelings in check. Don't assume others. That's a very egotistical place to sit from. Ask questions, be curious, be thoughtful and be compassionate. And most of all, be compassionate with yourself. There are so many ways to rewire these old habits of ours if we're experiencing anything like this. The most important thing is to reach out. You can't just flick a switch 
and after 30 years of behaving a certain way, think everything is going to be solved. It's like training for the Olympics. It takes groundwork, it takes base layers, foundations, different agility areas, and building on different landscapes that you start to have a second nature for how you think. There are many ways to get your mojo back and thinking about your side of the street. Your actions, your thoughts, your word, and owning your space are the best place to start. So here's a wrap-up for the Super Mojo show on the episode about blaming less and being more accountable. You know me, I always like to give you a bit of extra mojo, so here it goes. This is your life now, your work day, your company to run, your relationship to show up in. Please stop blaming others for not what's not working out and start asking yourself, what can I do better? How can I be clearer, smarter, and be more open? How can I show what I really want without being confrontational, without trying to make anyone else at fault? Don't let great pass you by while you're stuck in old patterns. Collaboration, teamwork, mutual respect, empowerment, communication, honesty are not just words put in the dictionary so you can stare at them fondly. They actually have real application. The best way to determine an outcome is to let go of trying so hard to make it work and just do the work. Stop trying to control everything and every situation. Be your best, do your best. Don't just turn up but bring your whole self wholeheartedly. I really mean this at a senior level at work as well and board of directors, we're not just there to go through some tasks and skills and to say everyone this is what I expect and to leave them. We have to make sure that we lead from within and we lead by example and you nurture the communications, the style and the culture that you really want to see. Also, before you point the finger and blame others for your unhappiness, your lack of productivity, your derailed success or whatever else you're saying, please use this mantra. I am responsible for what I say, do and how I act. This is the same for work and home. Be open. Allow yourself to own your own needs even on a base level. Even if you're managing teams, what do you need from your team to get your job done exceptionally well? Tell them, empower them and reward them. What do you need from your partner to feel supported? Please tell them. Please give them the respect they deserve to understand what you need and what's going through your mind. But do so with clarity and calm. Let others meet you in the middle. Bring their skills, their hopes and dreams, ideas and energy to table in their own way. This is what makes life so exciting that we're all different. The next time someone does something to upset you or let you down, maybe ask yourself what do you need to do in the first place to actually fill that gap up for yourself? Are you prepared to be clear and have conviction and communicate in a way that others can understand? What can you do for yourself first? As always, I'm wishing you a winning week, team. You know that these mojos are here based on conversations that I have with my clients, poignant times together, and really helping you have some basic practical tools to navigate your way out of overwhelm into chaos and calm. What might have served you to this point, chances are you're going to need to rewire a few of your habits to keep elevating yourself and keep evolving to the next level. So as always, my mantra, think like a CEO, plan like a visionary, act like a Buddha, you got this. Remember, you're leading in life no matter what you do, your age, your title, and your situation. You're all in charge of your own destiny. So if you've got information that you want to hear more about on reducing the blame game at work or at home, getting more accountable, please reach out. If you want more information on private coaching, the retreats this year, and our corporate programs and new licensing programs, then give us a little holler via email, nikki at thevitalitycoach.com.au. For private coaching as well, hop onto the website and you can hit up on Instagram or LinkedIn and Frogged and More. I thank you very much for tuning into the show. 
we'll be having some fantastic interviews. I'm off in the next couple of weeks to meet some fabulous charismatic leaders in life who are creating their own path. They've dusted themselves off, picked themselves up and been totally accountable to design a life and a business that they love. So I can't wait to hear those stories. If you'd like to hear anything specific on the Mojo Maker Show this season, please leave us a note. Uh, we'd love your feedback and your reviews on iTunes uh, and on any of the podcast stations. Until next time, team, thanks for tuning in to the Mojo Maker Show. I'm your host, Nikki Fogdemore. You stay healthy, wealthy, and wise. Thanks for tuning in. As always, we'd love your review on iTunes, or you can jump online to thevitalitycoach.com.au. For more from Nikki, to sign up for the Monday Mojo and the Vitality Coach TV on YouTube.